Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sir Matt. And I am Kush. And we are Tales from the Kicks. Well, that was the sound of a kick, sorry. Ah. <laughs> For a second there, I thought it was a lash or something. Like, what the fuck? I don't know what we're whipping up. What the Don't say that. <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know what we're whipping up. <laughs> we use this. Oh, oh. I can't. I can't. Okay. I guess that's what we're doing today. Anyway, welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome back. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And um, we'll start it right off with the fresh pair of kicks. Oh man, we jumping right into it. Today's kicks are none other than the fresh pins of Bear Lair Jordan 5. Oh my god. The alternate edition, the white edition. I love I love the 90s vibe. Yes, love it. Big 90s vibe. If you was born in the 90s, then you remember this colorful, like fucking bright colored on this, collage all the of all the sportswear on everything. That's what the inside of these shoes look like. It is fire. This is the color that I was talking about. Like I would I would get um I would get a car that color. Like the what is that like a lime neon green? Yeah. See? Boom. Damn, that was some real good color calling outer out of out I mean, color. I personally would have just said neon green, but Okay. Well, you know what? We can all be we can't all be you. No, no, you can't. But you can try anyway. <laughs> um, the pops, because you know you can't forget the pops. Gotta have them. Gotta have them. We have Santa Jack skeleton. You know. Okay, but why does that one look different? Because he's not colored. It's a DIY. <laughs> okay, it's a do-it-yourself, folks. Yes. He comes completely colorless, and yeah, you pretty much fill in the blank. Mm. See mm. what I did there? I did. That was that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that joke activated. <laughs> ah. 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 <laughs> Hell no! Nah. Real quick, since we on that, one of my favorite fucking Kevin Hart skits was when he was like. Um, my daughter cussed at me the other day. Oh, uh, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> like, give me gamma, give me gamma juice. Uh, Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> I know what she said. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I went back, I went back for a little bit. And anyway, who, who we got with, with Nudie Jack? <laughs> what did you just call him? Nudie Jack. Cause Nudie Jack. That man's just out there. Nudie Jack. New name. Okay. <laughs> we have Sandy Claus. So if you are a fan of Nightmare Before Christmas, you know about Sandy Claus. You dig? Not Santa Claus. Sandy Claus. Sandy. Sandy Why do they call him Sandy Claus though? <sighs> This frustrates the shit. Okay, you know what? Then that's fine. You don't have to tell me. No, it's fine. I'm going to tell you. Oh my god! Frustrates the shit out of me that you have never watched the fucking movie. Like, why? Why would you not watch the movie? Why? Why would you not watch the movie? 
The Why? name of, the name alone doesn't entice you. Like the name alone didn't entice you enough. Not really. Damn, that's crazy. Nightmare before Christmas. I have nightmares before fucking Christmas. Everybody has nightmares. So it's something you could probably relate to, right? Mm-hmm. So why the fuck would you watch a movie? Because it's not gonna it's not it's not I don't I'll watch it. Alright? Anyway. No, I'll watch it. No, I'm No, let gonna... me put it on right now, I'll watch it. Violation. <laughs> um, anyway, basically, he's from Hall like uh Halloween Town mm-hmm. Division World. Okay. So all they know is Halloween. All they know is spooky oogie googie scare the shit out of you type shit. Okay. So Jack ventured off because he heard a rumor about the holiday Christmas. And they heard Santa Claus, but they didn't say Santa Claus, they said Sandy Claus. Because oh. they wasn't familiar. So they thought they were saying Sandy Claus. Because the kids and shit were screaming the shit. I watch it. So, I I it's it's overdue. For I me mean, to watch it. It's Tim Burton. I don't know. Like he don't miss. Okay, but Johnny Depp's gonna continue being Captain Jack Sparrow. As he should. Mm-hmm. Like who could replace Johnny Depp? Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch Pirates of the Caribbean anymore. I don't really like when they replace actors into like certain parts unless it's mm-hmm. absolutely necessary. Then cool, but I don't like the replacement. Just introduce a new character then. Just like uh, the Mummy Returns. Is it the Mummy Returns no, or the George of the Jungle? What? <laughs> yeah, George of the Jungle. <laughs> George of the Jungle, he played in the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's all, yeah, one, okay. He, it was not George of the Jungle. That was not the same person. I, I know, but, and I was, I'm saying it's the same thing with the mummy because the mom, the mom's character changes. It's the mummy, the mummy returns, and then it's the third one, I believe. Yes, because uh, his son is, his son is higher. I forgot what we were talking about. That's perfect. So Sandy Claus, all right. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yes. Um, I can't believe you didn't. I know. It's just it's I, I don't know because maybe because I watched the movie so many times, but I've been watching it since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like the movie's been out forever, so I just assumed everybody else has already watched this. But no, no. I come over here with this guy, this guy, this guy. Hi, I'm this guy, apparently. You hear that? That is like the the definition of like the dad side. Like I ain't I ain't like angry with you, but I'm I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset. It's all right. We're going to make it through this. We're going to make it through this. But you really should check that movie out. I'm I'm going to. It's not that bad. I think it's on some of this. It's on something. Um, it's on Hulu. I, I was about to say we just watched it not that long ago. 
like we watch this movie often. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like when you'd be like, no, I haven't seen that. And just like, what the fuck? Where, where have you been? I get it. I get it. But no, it's a good movie. I'll movie. check it out. I will check it out. But we are into the thanking season. And I'm... I think that's um, another reason why it makes it such a classic because you can watch it literally from Halloween to Christmas. True. This is true. What's a good Thanksgiving movie? Medea? Family Reunion or something? I don't know. Hmm. I know there's a lot, but I can't come out with any of them off the top of my head. Is there any Thanksgiving movies? Everything's always about Christmas. Nah, I'm pretty sure there's some Thanksgiving movies. I'm sure it was just like a brief thing. Oh, look, we're having Thanksgiving dinner. I don't know. I don't know, man. Okay. <laughs> I don't like the way he said that. <laughs> <laughs> he turned into a whole cartoon character for a second. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you? Where, where did you come from? My bad. My bad. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Everybody's like, wait, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck was that? <laughs> Look, mind your business. <laughs> they are. <laughs> You're on their speaker. <laughs> headphones. You're right. You're right. It's okay, though. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. You said okay. mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> like they didn't tune in. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting on there just for somebody to tell you to mind your business. <laughs> and you like, bro, what? What? <laughs> I was. Well, fuck this episode. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, anyway, apparently Night Before Christmas is a movie that I have to check out. <laughs> what? I don't like the way you said it. Like, <laughs> like, like the what? professor just gave you the worst assignment. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and watch this and let me know. I guess I gotta spend an hour and 25 minutes of my life watching (laughs) this damn movie. Hell no, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) So pissed, I don't know why. It's just a good movie, okay? If you don't want to watch it. No, I want to watch it now. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't sound happy about it. I cannot wait to watch it. (laughs) We are back. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That was funny. (laughs) Excuse you. Thanks. Anyway. Um... The shoes, the color, of the nineties, yeah, Fresh Prince, Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel Air in general, 
And just such a classic. I mean, Jordan 5, one of my top five, one of my favorite Jordans. I'm not even going to cap. That's my number one favorite Jordan. Is there a reason why? Um, Some people complain about the bulkiness. I, however, appreciate the cushioning that they put into it. It feels really comfortable. It feels really good. You can secure it multiple different ways. You know, they have the lace locks on the sides. So you can go high or low with the lace locks. So it has that extra factor of comfortability to where you can customize your tightness on your shoe. And sometimes I feel like that aspect of it gets overlooked um they, have, they do have this thick ass tongue and i have played in a couple of my fives it hasn't been a problem for me um i am i'm not fat but i am a big dude but you're tall i'm a tall guy <laughs> why a tall guy <laughs> <laughs> that's how most people explain describe me you're very tall thanks <laughs> oh thanks can't kind relate. of short there. <laughs> Can't really. Okay, let's see this mother. This motherfucking. I'm hair. sorry. You, after you hear it so many times, I'll just start getting sarcastic with it in my head, though. I haven't told. I don't. I can't even remember the last time I told you you were tall. I think it was. I've told you back when we were like in fucking high school. I know, but it's weird because there's so many other people that haven't got the chance to tell me that I was tall, and they take that opportunity every time they see me. Like you're tall, like duh. Yeah, I'm I'm six three. What do you What do you want me? What do you want from me? <laughs> you want something up top? Up <laughs> the top shelf? Let me know. Oh, I've done so. I don't mind doing that, but it's been so many funny times. Where I'm looking, I've seen people that were like, like they're hesitant to ask me, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, you need help. Yeah, would you? Do you mind getting that for me? It's like such a big relief. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't want to ask you, but if you come up and offer, it's like yes, I can get what I need. I, I honestly, I don't know, I don't know. I'd probably just have to go find a broom and just hit that motherfucker off. I don't know. Nah, I'm just playing. I'll take the help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what store are you gonna go to? You're just gonna knock it off the shelf. Well, like, um, okay, so for example, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So me and my son went to Walmart one day, and like it was on the top shelf, but that wasn't the problem. The problem was it was all the way in the back no, on no, the no, top no, no. shelf. What was it? Apple juice. <laughs> they wanted that day like apple juice. So I couldn't obviously reach all the way the fuck back there on the very top fucking where the thing is. So I just picked my son up real quick and threw his ass in there, slid him back out. He was like, I got it. And I was like, I see that. Congratulations. You could have said cool or something. Like, I see that. Yeah, I see that. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up sarcasm. It's okay. He does it back. Okay. He understands. Okay. Fuck. Now I'm going to go call him. Hey, look, you remember that time, bro? <laughs> Remember, I picked you up so you get that apple juice for your sister. You did very well. (laughs) All right, I'm ready. I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Well, now we're going to move into our tales. I'm excited. And, um, Kush, go ahead, take away. All right. Bet. So. We are going to talk about 
this dude, Pedro Rodriguez, <clears throat> Philo, Philo, Philo. There's so many ways you can pronounce that. Right. <laughs> and like, no, no matter which way you pronounce it, it doesn't sound wrong. Mind blown. Alrighty. Anyway, so he was born 19 in the year. Oh, at it. He was born June 17th. 1954. Um, he was born on a farm in Santa Rita. Santa Rita. <laughs> Rodriguez was born on a farm in Santa Rita de Sepulcai. South of Minas Gerais. Gerais? Gerais. <clears throat> so, Brazil. In Brazil. In Brazil, yeah. Okay. His skull had been bruised as a result of his father when he kicked his pregnant mother's belly during a fight. So he was bruised before he even entered the world. Yeah, he was. Yeah. That's crazy. He claimed he felt the urge to kill when he was just thirteen years old. After he got in a fight with his older cousin. Holy shit. He pushed the young man into a sugar cane, sugar cane press, almost killing him. Holy fuck. And had considered leaving him there to die before electing to save him. So he beat him down and saved him. Yeah. But he took a, like an inner vote with himself and they're like, should I do it? And then he elected to save the kid. Interesting. Very. Yeah, like he truly contemplated it. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's crazy. At only, what, 13? Mm Mm-hmm. 13 years old. Now, let's talk about his little crime spree. Right? Little crime spree. Little crime spree. When he was 14, he shot the deputy mayor... <clears throat> the deputy mayor of Santa Rita de Sopocay in front. He shot the deputy mayor of Santa Rita <clears throat> de Sopocay in front of the city hall for having fired his father, who was just a school guard, over the accusations of stealing food, preventing him from gaining new employment before shooting to the security guard whom he suspected as the actual thief using his grandfather's shotgun for both. Now, he is on the run. He took refuge in Mogi das Cruzes, Greater Sao Paulo, where he began robbing drug dens and killing drug traffickers making him a celebrity in the news as the vigilante Pedrino Matador, a.k.a. Lil' Petey Killer. That's, that's literally Lil' Petey Killer. <laughs> he, bro, wait. This is this is very intense. Like, bro, <laughs> he shot a man because his dad got fired. He shot the mayor, the deputy mayor. Like, Whoa! In in the city hall. In front of city hall. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Hey, he was writing for his, I guess. Hey, that's that that that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Philo soon met Marie Apercedia Olympia. Her nickname was Botina, and they began living together. So, looks like he found himself a little hideout because he's still on the run, right? Rodriguez took on the duties of the deceased in a local street gang and was soon forced to eliminate some rivals, killing three ex-cronies. This man is on it, bro. His girlfriend becomes, uh, she becomes pregnant with his child, but was more, she was murdered shortly after by a rival gang leader. So somebody that he went, like the gang that he went and killed people with, came back and shot his baby mama, the mother of his children. Wow. Now, he's still underage, but his boy, he escapes. And he begins going on a revenge killing spree, tracking down everybody and butchering every member of the rival gang. Holy fuck. This man was and I mean, I don't I don't think he's a bad guy. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> At the age of 19, Rodriguez was arrested for the first time, May 24th, 1973. He lived in prison most of his adult years, and the police records show that he once transported in a vehicle with another prisoner, both handcuffed. Together? Yeah. Okay. During transport, Rodriguez killed the other inmate without the police noticing. What the? <laughs> how, 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 what? The man's on a mission. They said when they opened the car door and saw the other prisoner was dead, Rodriguez said he did it because this man was a rapist. Although he was sentenced to 126 years, he was released in 2003 because Brazilian law at the time revised to 40 years prohibited anyone from spending more than 30 years behind bars. So you can't even do more than 30 years? Yeah. Before serving an additional four years for further 47 murders of convicted rapists, murderers, and child molesters committed in prison. He was released from prison uh, after 34 years. Wow. April 24th, 2007. Think about how much time. 34 years, especially in this fucking gap. Do you know how much, like, improved, like, how much improvement in, like, modern technology took place in that era? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm thinking about it, and bro, like, you had the 70s. The 70s were live as fuck. 80s were fun. The 90s is when we came in, and we we started experiencing everything. Like, that shit, that shit, it just, just blowing my mind real quick. 
Um, so when he got out, he did move to Fortaleza and Cairo. Um, but on September 15th, 2011, the local media reported that Rodriguez had been arrested at his rural home where he worked as a caretaker in Balneario Cabarú. According to the news reports, he would serve eight years on charges such as riot and deprivation of liberty committed while he was detained in Sao Paulo. Filo was then released again on December 10, 2018, having served years of an eight-year sentence. Having served seven years of an eight-year sentence, he was released early for good behavior. Wow. <clears throat> now, if if he's somebody that you want to look look uh look up or whatever, you can you can check out his YouTube. If you go to his YouTube channel, um, he announces himself to be like this retired vigilantism, like vigilante, like he's not the person he was when he was younger, and this man is out. I mean, like, yo, like, kudos, kudos to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't go on a senseless murder or killing spree. Like, he, he took the people that ultimately destroyed other people's lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, and another fun fact, ladies and gentlemen, if you have ever seen Dexter, this is who... They. This is who inspired it. This is basically who they based it off of. Literally, and it's it's. He's still alive today. Exactly, bro. Well, look with over with over like a uh, hundred murders that he committed that he, um, said that he committed, right? Yeah. And he now he's out here on a YouTube channel. That, and that's. That's crazy as fuck to me. Like, how the fuck do you get on a YouTube channel? I mean, but I see, I understand the circumstances and everything, but it's just like mm-hmm. in America, that shit would never fly. It's just, it's just Brazil, bro. Like 30, like, you can't serve more than 30 years. That makes it even more scarier. That does. To because... know that somebody committed a hundred something murders and yeah. only got 34 years. I'm telling you. It's, it's, and they know because he yeah he admitted it to it like like they know he did it i just it's 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 so wild it's so fucking wild but then they also probably took it easy on him too cuz he's also doing some of their work for them i feel like they might have taken that view into effect but they wouldn't announce it like no, they wouldn't say it publicly they, yeah they wouldn't like announce that shit in court they'd be like you know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like if they did that, then they could backlash on them. So they kind of like, yeah. they had like an intellectual minute. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things that go on that don't get said. Exactly. And it's, it's, I mean, there's no justice like street justice. Right? <sighs> I I feel that's, I feel that's, Extremely true. I feel like street justice is only go so far. Okay. And it's always circumstantial. 
just as in the same as the regular court. It's um, always circumstantial. The, the biggest pet peeve I have with the with all these systems is that they're all corrupt in some type, mm-hmm. form, or fashion. And instead of having honest people and an honest system and a, a standard system, we have this let one man decide what happens system. It's, it's, it's wild. So. But so. That was my Brazilian Dexter. And, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Dude, it was just, he was on a mission. That, 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 that's one wild ass tale. And that is crazy as shit. Like, I'm glad I decided to pick this guy. And the fact that he went through all of that shit and Mm -hmm. didn't get, you know, like, he didn't get killed. It's crazy. Exactly. It's it's not unheard of. Just crazy. Yeah. Just crazy. But that was my tell, sir, Mac. That was a good tell. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That was Thank a good tell. I truly, truly, truly appreciate that. It's nice to be back. It is great to be back. That was a great. That was a good a comeback good, story, good right? Comeback Hell story. yeah! That was very good. Hell yeah! Hold on. What's that? Whoops. There we go. Yeah. I was like, I know it's here. I know it's here. But So, um, appreciate you for the time. Thank you. First Thank and foremost. You. Appreciate you. Appreciate and, you. And, uh, I want to jump into a tale. Ooh, it's a twofer. <laughs> that word always gets me. Um, <laughs> it's a twofer. Yeah, a twofer. This <laughs> is... It's something that I've been wanting to get into. It's um, a bit of a change that I wanted to start trying to make. Okay. I've been okay. watching a lot of these uh, documentaries. Okay. A lot of intriguing documentaries. As you always do. And lately, it's all about mm-hmm. disappearance of people. It's about disappearing people? People who have seemingly vanished from the earth. From earth. Without a trace. There's no later evidence, no later clues. And uh, one of these cases that stuck out to me as I was watching is the disappearance of Brian Schaffer. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've been wanting to talk about this too since. Yeah, let's let's do this. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to jump into a little bit of background of Brian. All right. He was born February 25th, 1979. He was an American medical student at Ohio State University. He, let's see, sorry. Edit. He grew up in Pickerton, Ohio. Okay. It's a suburb outside of Columbus. He graduated at the local high school in 1997. Then he went on to Ohio State University. Oh shit, a bulldog. Where he was he did oh, his that's... undergraduate work. Is that a bulldog? No, it's oh, not. Sorry, what? It is a uh, uh the Buckeyes, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> <I'm a> bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> 
then uh, six years later, he graduated with a degree in microbiology. Oh, shit. Then after that, he began his studies at Ohio State College of Medicine in 2004. Hey, my man's was on a mission. During his second year, in March 2006, his mother died. She had a... She had myelodysplasia. Not really sure what that was, what that is. Um, according to his friends, he handled it well, but they could still tell that it was uh, a difficult time yeah. for him. During his time at medical school, uh, during his time at medical school, Shafter had become romantically involved with another medical student named Alexis Wagner. Wow. That's cute. Yeah. She, uh, she, along with her friends and family, believed that her and Brian would probably be proposing to her later in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, she was suspecting that on the trip to Miami that they were planning um, that he was going to propose to her. I love a good proposal. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that was like, they were planning it for a couple of months out. Mm -hmm. They were in April on spring break. So it was spring break time Mm -hmm. and they were already making plans for the summer and they were going to Miami. And like I said, everybody believed that he was going to propose to her. That's dope. I like yeah. that. Um, he told his friends that despite his decision to pursue a medical career, his real ambition was to start a band playing music. He wanted to be a musician? Yeah. Wow. So... That brings us to the day he disappeared. Wow. That makes me sad. So, it was on March 31st, a Friday. Mm -hmm. Classes at OSU, Ohio State University, ended for spring break the next week. Shaffer and his father, Randy, celebrated the occasion by going out for steak and dinner together earlier that evening. So, that was early in the afternoon. Shafter's father noted that he seemed exhausted from having pulled all-nighters earlier in the week, cramming for some important upcoming exams. He did not think Shaffer should go out with a friend. Later that night, he was planning to do so, but did not express his reservations to his son. Hmm. Okay. Edit, because I don't like the way I said that shit. Um, Shafter's father had noted that he was ex- pretty exhausted from cramming all the cramming all week and um, staying up all night, pulling all-nighters, and he was preparing for some upcoming exams. Schaffer 
wanted uh, to go out with some friends. Well, he had already planned to go out with some friends, but um, his father didn't think that he should. But he didn't express those reservations to his son. I'm pretty sure thinking he could take a load off. Yeah. At 9 p.m., Shafter met with Florence at the Ugly Tuna Saloon. <laughs> I'm sorry. At 9 p.m., Shaffner met with William, a.k.a. Clint Florence, at the Ugly Tuna Saloon. I would eat there just because of the name. The Ugly Tuna Saloon? Yeah. Well, it's a bar. Well, I'm sure they have food. I'm sure. Let me get some tuna. Yeah. Okay. I like tuna. Um, It's a bar in the South Campus Gateway Complex on the High Street in Columbus. And an hour later, Shafter Shaffer called Wagner. Wagner. An hour later, Shaffer called Wagner, who had returned to her home in Toledo to visit with her family before she and Shaffner were to do to to depart for Miami. Mm-hmm. Shaffer and Florence went bar hopping, visiting several other drinking establishments and working their way down to the area di- arena district. At each stop, the two had one shot each of hard liquor, according to Florence. Yeah. After midnight, Shaffer and Florence met Meredith Reed, a friend of Florence, in the north, in the short north. Reed gave them a ride back to the Ugly Tuna Saloon where they had started the night and joined them there for our last round. While the three were there, Shafter separated from his companions. Florence and Reed attempted to find Shafter, repeatedly calling him. They left with other patrons when the bar closed at 2 a.m., waiting for Shaffer outside. <laughs> when he was not among the departing crowd, they assumed he had gone back to his apartment without letting them know. Wagner and Shafter's father both tried to call him later that weekend, but he did not answer. On Monday morning, He missed the flight to Miami he and Wagner had scheduled long beforehand. He was then reported missing to the Columbus police. No. Yes, yes, yes. It's horrible. So, with Shafter missing and the family reporting him missing, Mm Mm-hmm. The police start an investigation. As they should. The police began to search for Shafter at the Ugly Tuna Saloon, the bar hmm. where he had last been seen. Since the area around South Campus Gateway was somewhat a location of high crime, the bar had installed security cameras. The police reviewed the footage, which showed Schaffer, 
Florence and Reed going up an escalator into the bar's main entrance at 1.15 a.m. Schaffer was seen outside of the bar around 1.55 a.m. talking briefly with two young women and saying goodbye, then moving off camera in the direction of the bar, apparently to re-enter. The camera did not record him leaving shortly afterwards when the Ugly Tuna Saloon closed. That was the last time he was seen. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. And he disappeared. Um. The police believe it may have been possible. Investigators re- later realized that Schaffer could have changed his clothes in the bar and put on a hat to keep his and keep his head down. Hiding his face from the camera. Mm-hmm. The cameras might uh, also have missed Schaffer. One pan across the area consistently with the other one was operated manually. He might have also left the building by another route. However, the building's only other exit is a service door not generally used by the public. Open at the at the time onto a construction site the officers believe would have been difficult to walk through while sober, much less intoxicated as Shaffley I mean as Shaffer was at the time. Yeah. That so. shit. I wonder what I that just so I don't know. Like it makes my mind go fucking like hundred miles far when like these people go missing. Since Columbus has the most security cameras of any city in Ohio, they have more than Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Toledo combined. <laughs> officers look officers next looked to the footage from other bars to see if cameras could explain how Shaft left the ugly tuna. However, footage from cam footage from cameras at three other nearby shores footage from cameras at three other nearby bars mm-hmm. showed no trace of him. What the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. The search began to fan out. And officers, sometimes accompanied with police dogs, looking, they looked close in the street, inspecting dumpsters. I was trying to pick this up, FL. That's cool. Dumpsters. My bad. <laughs> They inspected dumpsters and other waste containers, asking residents if they seen Schaffer. Flyers bearing his picture, showing a tattoo on his upper right arm of a stick figure logo. From the cover artwork for the single of Alive by Pearl Jam, one of his favorite bands. 
these were posted widely. Mm-hmm. Police even persuaded the city of Columbus to let them into the sewer system and search there. No unuseful information, no useful information was uncovered. At Schaffer's apartment on King Avenue, six blocks from the bar, his car was still parked outside. Inside, nothing appeared to have been moved, touched, and shambles. Everything was normal. What the fuck? Hmm. After searching miles away from the ugly ugly tuna saloon in every direction, police began to consider other possibilities besides an accident or foul play. Since Schaffer's mother had recently died, it was speculated he had gone away temporarily to grieve in solitude. Yet, his disappearance proved permanent. No evident reasons appeared for him voluntarily disappearing. Those who had seen Schaffer that evening, including his father, were asked to take a lie detector test. He and Reed passed theirs, as did reportedly all the others, while Florence refused. The two women Brian had last been with where I later identified, they said in 2009 that they had never been asked to take a polygraph themselves. Damn. Wagner called Schaffer's phone every evening before going to bed for a long time after the disappearance. Now, most nights, it went to voicemail. But one night in September, it actually rang three times. She said, I kept calling it to hear it purely because it was one of the best sounds I've ever heard, even though no one was picking up. Damn. Schaffer's wireless provider said what Wagner heard may have been due to a computer glitch. However, a ping from the phone was detected at a cell tower in Hillard, 14 miles northwest of Columbus. What the fuck, man? I don't like this. Yep. Randy Schaffer, who had recently suffered the death of his wife, continued to search for his son on his own. A psychic he consulted told him Shaft's body was in water near Bridge Pier. He and Derek, Brian's younger brother, along with some other citizens who had became interested in the case, brought waiters and spent much of their free time along the shores of the Olentangy River. Okay. 
which flows through Columbus adjacent to the OSU campus, searching in vain for the body near Bridges. The possibility... Excuse me. Edit. This possibility also led police to briefly consider the heavily disputed smiley face murder theory. Schaffer under this theory would be perpetrated would be the perpetrated serial killer's only victim whose body had not yet been found. Columbus police eventually rejected rejected any connection to the alleged killer in Schaffer's case following the lead of most law enforcement agencies, including the FBI, that have looked into it. That's it, man. So, that is, unfortunately, all there really is to say about this case and say about this tale actually um Brian Schaffer has seemingly disappeared just out of nowhere out of nowhere after a night out and what they didn't put in here um was well what I didn't put in here was that he actually his friends said that they he came out and he told them that he was gonna go back Mm-hmm. inside and get an autograph from the band because that was one of his favorite bands. So he wanted to go get an autograph from the band. And yeah. He never um, came back. He just, yeah, he just never came back out. And that theory about him changing clothes is kind of interesting mm-hmm. to a degree. It's just, you know, it's just crazy. It's, it's it what what I find crazy when we talk about these cases is how people can just be gone. Yeah. Like it it just blows my mind I mean, how easy that is. You have him on camera at one fifty five. Mm-hmm. An entire two minutes goes by. No, an entire five minutes goes by. The bar's closed and he's gone. And he I don't I don't feel like I don't feel like this is something he would run away from and start all over. Because, I mean, look at all that he's accomplished. I mean, yeah, when you take everything that he's accomplished, everything that he was preparing to do, who sets a flight up to leave with their girlfriend in Miami and then you don't even show up for the flight? And wasn't he in, like, the microbiology? or he was Well, like he a, had a degree in microbiology. And, and then, then in medicine for, as well? Yeah, he was going back for... Um, what if he was like working? What if he got abducted? Like somebody abducted well, him. Well, that's the thing with it being in a with it being inside of a a very populated area mm-hmm. where there there is some crime. It's not a super high crime rate, but there is some crime. It's just kind of hard. No, none of the other bars caught anything. None of their securities can record. That's anything. so crazy to me. So, if y- you can't catch anybody, and then the only other exit was like an exit that's hardly ever used, mm-hmm. and the other ones have 
like cameras on them. The stairs had cameras. The elevators had cameras. Everything else had cameras. Everything else. Fucking so cameras. it's kind of like, well, where did he go? He gone, no, man. And they even said that they watched the video and everybody was accounted for except for him. Everybody who entered the bar left the bar except for him. Somebody had to have. I feel like somebody definitely had to abduct him, abduct him. Well, I'm just thinking, like, I wish I, we could see the inside of the club. Because I'm like, well, what does the inside look like? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because you, you can get, like, a good detail vibe off of that. Yeah, like, what does that look like? Because how do you go in there and just don't come back out? There's a trap door. <laughs> right. Unless it was, like, one of those old town. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With the trap door in there, somebody's playing. So it, I just pulled up some pictures um, from the Ugly Tuna. So it so looks like there was an alley in the back. Yeah, there was construction going on at that time. So do you think maybe he fell through like a hole or something? Okay, but where is his body be? Maybe they never recovered it because they didn't pay attention to it. Or maybe he fell into a hole that was being covered in concrete. I'm just saying, I mean, with, with the construction going on right there, there's a lot of different, like... There's definitely a lot of different theories. And then the fact that he changed his clothes could be that he went through that construction site because... That's just a theory. It's not no factual I know, shit. but I'm, I'm tying into the into that theory. Yeah. So in a construction site, in a construction site, you can like you'll you find like old sweatshirts and hats left behind. So if he went back there, according to that other theory, he changed clothes or whatever because he found his clothes at the construction site, and that's what they saw when they changed his uh, or that's that's what they're saying when they change when he changed his appearance. Damn, that was that was ridiculously hard to get out. Now imagine if you were drunk and you were thinking like that. It'd be ridiculously hard to do that. They went bar hopping and had shots. Like who would go there, leave clothes, believe that the clothes would stay there, go fucking bar hopping all night, come back to the same bar that you started at, and then go change clothes. So you oh. could disappear on everybody. You could have slipped away while you were bar hopping. You really could have. I feel like that's a little harder to do versus when you're in there because if you're, if you dip out while you're with your friends, then when y'all are waiting in line for a club, they're gonna notice and be like, "Oh fuck, hey, old boy ain't here." So five minutes before the club, they're not gonna notice you're not there. They're literally waiting on you. Hmm. Good point. Point. And I have a little picture here. I don't know if you can see it, but that's like the inside, and this is closing. So I'm imagining that the stage is here. This is where you enter. Like where? Where did you go? Trap door. So Trap I, door. I I don't. They have searched once again. They use dogs. They've used 
everything you could have tried. Some people even speculated suicide. But <laughs> once again, like his own mother said, if he could, well, not his own mother, but I think it was like his cousin or something. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, if he committed suicide, where's the body? True. You know, because it's not like the police wasn't searching for him. Yeah. Yeah. I I I agree with you. That's that's ridiculous. It looks it looks fun though. So yeah, um that is the case of Brian Shaffer. Thank you very much, sir. It was uh, it's definitely something that demand I would say demands more attention because if we only know about this guy going missing. How many others have just disappeared? He's been missing for a total of 16 years, 7 months, and 1 day. And you know what kind of baffles me? People kidnap people who are in positions where like, they're in a good career or like they're doing pretty good. You know what I mean? I but never, see, this I, guy's in school. That's what I'm saying, but... I don't see anybody going out there any homeless people. This this case, this is why I picked this case because it just left me confused and baffled as to how somebody in a bar that's closing could go missing. The lights come on at the end. Um, everybody's, for the most part, coming out of there. They're either trying to finish their drink and come out because now they got to make that trip home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, really, like I said, it, it was, they were about to start celebrating spring break. You know? So it's, mm-hmm. you know that it's full of college kids out there. You know the streets are still packed. Even though it's 2 o'clock in the morning, the streets are still packed because the bars are just closed. So somebody would have seen something and there's no witnesses. That's what I'm saying, bro. That shit. Why you got all those fucking cameras? And there was two cops sitting there in the front. There was and two security they, And guards. what they do? Not a damn thing. Uh, there was nothing to do. Well, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. He walked in a bar and he never came back out of it. Yeah, my bad. I should have saw that one coming. But it's okay. It's all right. Dun 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 dun. So, I I like that. I like I like the missing cases one. The yeah. ones we're doing. I mean, I don't like it, but I like the I like how it brings everything more into realization. Like this shit really does happen to people. I have literally been thinking for the last few days, like how the fuck. Did he go missing? Did he willingly leave? Did he disappear off somewhere? Did he owe a debt? I say I don't think he owed a debt. I mean, true, but because another one of those things was like um, his mom was pretty much paying for his college, mm-hmm. so and I think they gave him his last college check. However. They couldn't find that check, and that check was never sent to the school. Mm. But at the same time, it was like, well, would he really take that money and disappear? This is true. 
So it's kind of, it's kind of, it's difficult without any other further information. It's very, 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 very difficult to even speculate about what could have happened to him because who goes in a bar and disappears with all these security cameras around you? It really makes you think. Like, and that's crazy. It, because it, to me, in order for that to happen, right, mm-hmm. you would have to case out the plays. You would have to be, you know, really putting your plan together. Mm-hmm. So either them late nights was with him going there to case out the plays, or he was really up studying. Yeah. Therefore, not giving him time to prepare to do some shit like this. Because if you planning for the trips, you paying for the... The trip was already made and played. Paid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you already got the trip paid for and you already got your ticket... Why would you not show up? So it's just weird. The whole like thing's it. been crazy. I don't like it. It really makes you... makes your imagination go wild. Yeah, no, it does. Because you can speculate for days. But I really, I don't think suicide was part of it. Because where's the body? And how the hell would he get away without being seen by any of these cameras? And that's another thing that kind of got me on the, um, the change clothes thing, because that's a long time to put your head down and just walk around. And y'all didn't see any of that suspiciousness going on on the cameras? Right. Somebody's just walking with their head down deliberately. Whack ass camera crew. Right. <laughs> nah, bro. I fucks with that. I fucks with the missing person cases. Just say dumb shit all day and do smart shit. Yeah, literally. You know how long it took these guys to figure out five. Uh, what do you call it? Five feet, eight inches, plus two feet, plus one inch. Like you just added it up? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. You just take the feet, then add the inches. That's awesome. Okay, well. Um, hopefully you enjoyed these tales. <laughs> um, I, I didn't know we were recording. Edit that. <laughs> I'm just playing. It was just funny. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the tales, the kicks, mm-hmm. the pops. Mm-hmm. The laughs. The laughs. And hopefully you are back with us. I'm sorry for the brief hiatus. I'm sorry for the brief hiatus. We really apologize about that shit. Um, there's a lot been going on. Yeah. Um, if you don't know by now... Um, support your boy. We have rare taste. The website is up. Yeah, I got my hoodie. We got the shirts. Uh, if you check out the YouTube video, you will see the shirt. The shirt is hanging in the background. I had the black one up. Now I had the white one up. We got them in all different types of colors. We got hoodies, crew necks. I just put some cups up there. Mm-hmm. Some mug cups. Um, <laughs> mug cups. <laughs> coffee mug type cups. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah. Just trying to get some support, gain some traction on that. Hell yeah, man. 
I really enjoy these shirts. I really like these shirts. The quality of the shirts is way better than what I expected. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna tell you. I mean, I I like I like the way it feels. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not it's not like bulky, but it's not like too soft. It just feels good. Really good, yeah. It was so real I'm, good. I can't wait for my hoodie, though. I can't yeah, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm currently wearing one of the shirts right now. Oh, but, yeah, the yeah. short sleeve black one? Yes, sir. It, it is so comfy. Like, it feels good. It feels like a real good premium shirt. So, I'm just trying to get the word out there. Hopefully, my followers come follow me. <laughs> um, <laughs> follow, you got follow us on IG at Rare Taste. For L, the number four, and then with the letter L. And then while you're there on Instagram, go ahead and hop over to the Tales from the Kicks podcast on the IG. And follow us there. Follow us there. And then when you're done with that, go check out the TikTok. Yeah. We post, you know, we, we've been posting a couple bloopers and. um, It's so much funny shit that happens that I wish we could catch it all. I, yeah, like I'm, I'm telling you that whole when we were laughing, yeah, that yeah, we had to we we had to take a minute. <laughs> yeah, we needed a break for a second. Um, that was intense. That was very very funny. It was intense, like camping. Get it? Cause it was intense, like camping. Yeah, intense. Got you. Okay. Well, you don't have to be sarcastic. <laughs> it was a good one. It was a good one. No, nah, I don't want to hear it. Okay. Anyway, make sure you follow us. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you send us emails. Tell us about you. Tell us what you want to hear. And um, yeah, just keep checking us out, man. We got more to come. More shoes. More pops. More tails. More tails. Always, always more tails. Mm-hmm. But. I enjoyed these these laughs and these interesting tales. It has been fun. It feels good to be back. It is. It does. And I'm hoping y'all tap in, tune in, listen. Um, don't forget to like, follow, share. Please share. We're trying to grow. Help us grow, please. It means a lot when even just one share. Mm-hmm. Even just one share, it means a lot. So, we really appreciate all of y'all that are doing it. And um, hopefully, until next time, you're here tuning in with us, your favorite podcast. I love it. I am Sir Mac. And I am Kush. This has been another episode of Tales from the Kicks. We out. Bye.